0: Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission
1: incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings! Welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lost
0: souls, rich in Uranus, and I'm Sarah Armor.
1: And I'm Molly Molshine I ran out of Zoloft on Saturday, so my brain is a little bit like the <laughs> neurons aren't connecting. So if I stutter or anything, that's why. Thank you
0: Hopefully. for your authenticity, though. Like I, yeah. I think everyone wants to know that it's it's okay sometimes if you show up on the Zoom and you don't have all your meds. Yeah, I mean, normal, Nor- normalize showing up with your neurons not firing.
1: Right. And like support the NHS, wish they were
0: funded better so that they could refill prescriptions on holiday weekends. It would like, be... That's one kind of the things where it's like, you know, like we don't want government to have everything free. And it's like, well, but at a certain point, like nothing's free. Like this is, it's free, but you might have to wait a few extra days in order to act like a normal person again. So it's like, well, is it free or what? There is a cost. There is a right, cost. Right. Well, but it's thing. because
1: of the Tory government. It's because of the conservative government is what they, what well, they isn't say. That because-
0: a theme? Isn't that a theme of the day?
1: Exactly. And we'll get to Roe v. Wade too, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, and also I just like, I would like to add that the tax rates in the UK and the US are not that different. The only differences in the UK are taxes go to healthcare and housing people. And in the US, it goes to like wars in the Middle East. So I just want to add that as a little side note too, because people will say, oh, the taxes must be out of control. And it's like, Sorry, I'm making a brownie. The taxes must be out of control. And it's like, no, actually, they're like basically the same. It's just that they're not paying for submarines. They're paying for right. fucking insulin. That's why I'm stuttering. So anyway, this is my special meal. It's a melty brownie with ice cream.
0: Oh, mom. You know, sometimes I worry about you. You know, I'm really excited to talk about the Kim and K dress. But when you say this is a meal and then that meal is melty brownie ice cream, I think she actually she's OK. Yeah, sometimes I I, you know, I let loose. Yeah, like and I love it cuz you could be like this is my naughty meal. You said that with no judgment. You said I just want to say I acknowledge you for just being like, yeah, my meal tonight is a brownie mm-hmm. with melty ice cream. It's like that is it's not dessert, it's not naughty bad girl. It's like no, this tonight's dinner includes ice cream, brownie, and a little bit of space trash.
1: Exactly. And wine if someone would
0: ever bring it to me. Yeah, and I mean honestly, that's juice. Mhm. Let me see if this
1: if this guy got me wine it's down gorillas is down
0: this is why though okay so mercury gestation shadow mercury retrograde starts may 10th which ironically enough will be my first stand-up show back i will be at the stand on may 10th if anyone's in new york there are actually only 10 tickets left so come if you can it's is that the one that mark norman's on yeah it's like me norman janine Garofalo. The, That's a big show. That's a big bill. People should go. Please don't tell me that I need to like cut my teeth at Mike's, okay? If I'm going to show up and do comedy, it's going to be with Janine. I know. And if I'm going to show up and do comedy, it's going to be in Croydon
1: to drunk people with really pink necks that don't like me or want to see me ever again. And all the other people on the bill are going to be also self-loathing. And that's why I haven't been doing comedy anymore. So can I tell you, while Nick is in the room, what happened with Gorillas Because it's hilarious. Yeah. Gorillas is the food delivery app that usually brings me food and wine in like five minutes. And today, Nick, they sent this, this notification through that was like, Bet we're bet we're faster than you think. Order your food with this code, and we'll get to your door in less than two minutes. So I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna get wine, brownies, everything." Oh, yeah. So I started to order it, and the entire app crashed. And I'm like, "This is why you don't pretend that you're gonna deliver everything in two minutes." And then because every single person who owns the apps are, and now it's been down for two hours.
0: I mean, isn't that just everything though? That like in an attempt to like make some money, the statement put out by the app you trusted lied. Like they yeah, didn't think it out. through. It's like, everybody's just becoming Fry Fest.
1: I know. It's really this
0: island. I'm sure we'll figure it out. Hey, if everybody orders at once, unless you've doubled your workforce, there's no way we're going to be there in two minutes and that this app is even going to be able to sustain this kind of broadband.
1: Right. And like, I was... It's a rainy Wednesday. Right. I was going to get
0: wine no matter what. And like... You didn't so- have to lie and tell me it was going to be here in two minutes. Hey, let me tell you something though. Honestly, if I could give everybody homework, take an improv class. If I, if, if it's online. Molly and I... Molly no, gave me no. and I could teach one. Seriously. No, no. no, no. Because that, it's not about nerds or getting on stage or being in the fucking UCB or SNL. It's about learning how to actually be in the moment... Confidently listen and respond. They obviously do pre planned this. Don't
1: take it improv class. Listen
0: though, listen though. If you pre planned this, nobody was like sitting there, like, hey, I have an idea. It's rainy. Why don't we do a, just to a boom some sales? Of all days where people are going to obviously use the app, it's going to be the rainy day. This was like a pre planned, and on our content marketing calendar for May, on May 4th, Nay, the fourth be with you get this that you know it's like they tried to be cute they thought it was gonna be like a good marketing push that they, they they put a little easter egg into every month and it's like actually if you were really living and breathing in the moment with your clientele you would know that they're all fucking ordering and no one's leaving the house i don't think improv would help <laughs>
1: We have another slapgate. Dave Chappelle has gotten pushed and ambushed on stage by a guy wielding a fake gun that had a blade in it. I, like what? So, it, it, yeah, no one really gets it. But he was armed. You know, he he uh, he was armed. What are you thinking about this? This is crazy. I could not really sleep last night. I I couldn't couldn't sleep. I woke
0: up to you just saying Chappelle got attacked on stage, and I was like, and so I'm I'm sort of just coming to. So if you've been, you said you're like I'm exhausted. It's been eight hours of Chappelle, Chappelle, Chappelle. What's going
1: on? Okay, let me go through the whole thing. So, okay, the guy runs up on stage. First of all, hilarious. They had yonder bags that they use at comedy shows to keep people's phones from them, but at least 10 people took videos. So Wait, they all were- the yonder bag? Oh, it's this new thing where when you go to a comedy show, they make you put your phone in a bag so that you can't use it until the end. All the big comics use it.
0: This was important on a larger security issue. Just like finding out where the cyber hacks might be getting leaked from. It's like, well, clearly these yonder bags should go back into the yonder. They're not working. Right. People just smuggled their phones in. They pretended they had handed a phone. Over. I guess they gave
1: a dummy phone and they brought another one in. And the other thing is, they confiscated everyone's phones
0: and a guy got in with a fake gun that had a knife in it. If the security guards are taking phones and not actually checking that people are not armed, there's this whole thing needed to happen so that we could really see what's going on. Right. So, okay. He gets, the guy runs up, kind of grabs
1: Chappelle by the waist. Immediately all of these, you know, I guess security guys pull the guy off and they start pummeling him.
0: They I don't know if you shit out of him behind the scrim is what it seems like happened.
1: Yeah, and Chappelle came back out and said, "I stomped the shit out of that guy." I always he's. I think he said, "I always wanted to do that."
0: Yeah, it was um, a dream come true for him. It was sort of the implication.
1: Yeah, so he riffed for like two minutes about it. Um He was doing a lot of jokes. Chris Rock also ran on stage and, like, first joke since the Will Smith thing, he just grabbed the mic and was like, "Was that Will Smith?" And, like, they both looked really proud of themselves. It was kind of funny because it wasn't even, like, that good of a joke. But I was like, good, okay, sure, sure, you can have that. Um, so Chappelle and his security dealt with the man. If you saw pictures or video of him leaving on a stretcher-
0: The arm.
1: The arm looked like the pie symbol. It was not- That
0: actually is a great call, dude.
1: It looked exactly like the pie symbol. 3.1416, man. It, (laughs) It was disturbing. So, you know, some people right after it happened, I think in my household, Nick was like, oh, they didn't have to beat him up that bad. And then if Nick left for work and I texted him and I was like, the guy had like a gun and knife on him. And he was like,
0: oh, okay. That's why they beat him up. It would be crazy if Chris Rock had beat the shit out of Will Smith right there on the stage in front of us because he wasn't actually threatening. When somebody has a gun with a chain wallet or, or perceived to be having a gun with a chain wallet, I understand being like, end this guy.
1: Also, like when Will Smith slapped Chris, it really was, we've been through this for hours Ad nauseum, but it was like a a man taking off his glove and slapping the other man with his glove. You know what I mean? It was like it was like a token slap. It wasn't like I want to cause you physical pain, but this guy, he was like a defensive lineman. It looked like he was about he was sacking the the quarterback before he could throw. Right. He's he sacked Chappelle. So so that all happened. Chappelle riffed for a little bit about it. At one point, Chappelle said allegedly, oh, what was he, trans? Because the trans community and allies are very upset with Chappelle at all times about his trans jokes. I'm seeing the two biggest reactions have been people saying, told you so, this is because of Will Smith kind of thing. And then the second one is people saying, Okay, I just have to read this tweet because it kind of blew my mind a little bit. The other conversation that's coming out is people sort of saying he deserves it because of the trans jokes. So, okay, this person tweeted... All these people leave out the fact Dave Chappelle joked that it was a trans man that ran on stage to beat him when we don't know who it was. All we know is that things are about to get worse in this country and have been getting worse for trans people. And Dave encourages it. And it's like, he's not, it was a joke. The guy, there's no evidence that the person was trans whatsoever. And I don't, I think the, the fact of the matter is this person is the one who ran on stage and tried to attack him. Like, and, and, and I think getting, angry about hypothetical violence before you even finish the story of
0: what literally just happened is kind of the height of, reactionary. I thought when he was saying it was a trans person that he was actually acknowledging the reality that he he might deserve it. Right. He's. I mean, we might be giving him too much credit, but it almost
1: felt like he's acknowledging the pain that he's caused and the fact that people That's are- That's how I took it. Yeah. I mean, I think it was just a joke. I think, I don't know, just honestly all day seeing all the news come in about it has been kind of insane. I will say- I don't think this was about trans rights. <laughs> Why is there a side that is like, well, maybe he deserved it. Like, that's terrifying to be at a show performing and someone comes up to the stage who you've never met before in your life. This is not a peer. This is not a person that you know personally, someone who could be armed bum rushes the stage, like there is no excuse. And it's just really disturbing that like up is down and down is up. We're, we're just at such a weird place where n- literally no one can agree on on just the the rules of engagement. Like sticks and stones may break my bones and words can
0: never hurt is not even the rule anymore. Even if we zoom out, out, right? This is the same conversation about like Russia and Ukraine, which is like there's not two sides. Like there's a crazy person. It is not a coincidence to me. Not only are we between two e- eclipses, that are the first of the major, like changing of the guards of specifically thinking about security, Taurus security. South Node in Scorpio, the shit you get away with sneaking in, concealing phones and weapons at the Chappelle show. And what do they have, the YOLO bags, a yonder bag. The fact that we're more concerned with like footage getting leaked. If they're not patting people down, this wasn't even just like a festival or like a show. This was a Netflix television taping. This is as secure as an event should get, like period, Nobody just wandered in there. Nobody decided last minute to come and buy a front row ticket. Like, this is a huge television taping event. It's
1: also, I even, I hate to be because it was so annoying after the Will Smith thing when when comics at, like, our level were like, I'll never feel safe again. Because I was like, all right, you're not Chris Rock. Like, settle Mm -hmm. down. But I actually did feel weird sometimes performing and i'm sure you have too when there's like creepy people around and you're mm-hmm. like if it, like if you're in america you're like this is america anyone could have a gun and well, if they just came in and mowed and and when you're first starting in stand-up you're in a room of school shooters and like <laughs> those open micers uh, what a hot take mom <laughs> i mean Tell me I'm wrong. Nowadays, it's getting more trendy and more like people with thick rimmed glasses or who are like <laughs>
0: hip are doing it. But like when we first started, it was the weirdos, right? Well, so I have a slightly different experience because I didn't start stand-up in New York, but I will oh, say- yeah, and you were like good immediately, so you started getting booked. I have sort of an issue. Randy is upset about it with me all the time. I I feel extremely safe on the planet. Like it never occurs to me that I might die, and it never occurs to me that I, like I, I so I never think in terms of like someone could just have gone. I didn't really open my, but at one point, like maybe like, a year into doing comedy, I was featuring in what was it? Not Nashville. What's the weirder one? Memphis, I Knoxville. I was doing a show in Knoxville. Side splitters in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I was sort of like bombing at the beginning. People because they're about- Jewish literally it was because i was jewish and then i tried to course correct and i started doing like jesus was a jew kind of like i was trying to like kind of get them on my side going hard on jewish i was like well they're gonna like making fun of jews jewish disney princess jews suck the best dick because of mucus <laughs> and i walked like two tables if i ever felt unsafe i would have to be on stage while the co- i don't know if you can hear the sirens in the background but i love this ambient drama this is ambient drama so good But it's like I. It reminds me of that one season of Mad Men when everyone thought Megan was
1: going to get killed by Charles Manson because she wore the Sharon Tate shirt. Oh my god! And they kept putting sirens
0: in the background. Oh my god! Sorry, continue. God, that's where it's like we don't want to be such good producers. We don't mean to be, and yet so good. I'm really trying to think. Was there a time where like the club took it upon itself? to remove someone. It's like usually the comic on stage being like, ah, uh, guys. Yeah. I mean, the only time anyone ever stuck
1: up for me performing ever was at a show at beauty bar in the East village. You know, that place. Mm-hmm. I, oh, love beauty I know it was so cute. I loved that. Um, but I went to this one show and I, I did this, I don't even know what my material was. It was very stupid. And then when I sat down, the guy who went up after me started joking about raping me. He was like, oh, if I could just rape you, I totally would. And I was like, okay, this is actually completely normal. Like, I don't care. He's an idiot. No one's laughing. That's his punishment. But it was the week after Harvey Weinstein, me too thing. So like the two male MCs were like, bro, you can't do that. That's not cool. And I was like, guys, you're like, that's way more embarrassing to act like I can't handle it and like I'm gonna cry then it is, I mean he's just bombed
0: like he's embarrassed enough he well, learned his lesson. Like, the, the thought process of like if I could just rape you like what are the thoughts that happened right before that you know? Oh, he was terrible he was not like, he was what not a non bad idea dude.
1: And that's why it didn't even bother me because it wasn't even funny like it was so stupid and then but it was just so funny because the two guys who stuck up for me I mean bless them it was really nice they thought they were doing a nice thing but I was like if this happened a week ago you would have probably like either just made a joke about it or maybe even laughed like the only reason why you gave a shit was because of the harvey weinstein story came out
0: like literally and i was like this is just so fake and stupid that was the original me too movement yeah you know what i mean before harvey weinstein it was like me too i wish i could rape her too (laughs) yeah yeah i wish me too It's always so violence is so hypothetical until it's fucking not. And it's like a shot, a a cop shot someone. And then it's like, whoa. Whereas like, these are these weird in between moments where it's like, okay, no one died, but violence is imminent in the places that you genuinely think are safe. And how does that make you feel? What's going on? for all of our collective psyches when this is actually becoming normal. I mean, if school shootings weren't enough, we're killing entertainment? Devastating. Right. What are we... Do- just what are we, what
1: are we doing? What are we doing? What's wrong? Are we doing? And the guy had on like a Thrasher t-shirt and Vans and he's 23 years old. I'm like, what was this guy what was his goal? I mean, we'll find out in the days to come and we shouldn't speculate on it, but
0: I mean, I'm pretty curious. Like I am interested to see, cause like there always is like, even with the school shooting, it's the same kind of thing, which is like, why would someone do this? And then you get these little leaks of information, like the version of the thrasher shirt or whatever is like, yeah, he was driving around in like a Trump in a Trump collage van, you know, and it's like, okay, interesting. We have some sense of of character, but I'm curious as to who this character is. I am
1: just really weirded out by the fact that the people who were like, now this is going to happen. The fact that Will Smith smacked Chris Rock, people are going to think they have license to attack performers and it actually is coming true. I mean, I don't think that this happens without that like maybe a mass shooting at a comedy show happens without that because it happens at movies and schools, but someone running up on the stage thinking they could get away with it. Like, I do think there's a direct line to be drawn and I do think there are going to be
0: copycat incidents and it freaks me out. So, I don't disagree. And it, again, it, it just harkens, it, it brings my mind right back to school shootings, which is like the trend started somewhere, like knowing you could get away with it somewhere. And then from a place of like, no, we're we're on the side of love, not taking more secure security actions in schools, made it so that like Sandy Hook was just the seventh of in recent, you know what I mean? It's like, we didn't, that became possible because it became something that we saw. But I also wonder like, okay, but like, what about, you know, remember when the guy shot up the bat, the Joker? Like, why is movie theaters the thing? Like, like why it is? is one, but are, have there been more movie theater shootings?
1: Yes, there was one at Amy Schumer's train wreck premiere. What, there was what a the train jo-
0: wreck! How did I not know that?
1: Yeah, there was a the Joker one. There was one. There's been a few. There's been a few. Wow! Because it's an easy target. It's sitting ducks. People sitting in a dark room.
0: Right. But it's it's so insane
1: that we don't do anything about it. It is so insane. And like that is obviously scarier than the, than a performer getting targeted, but it still is just like, Oh my God, what are we doing? Like this stuff just happens. And we just are like, Yeah, this is, this is fine. This is what we do now.
0: I don't think it's that this is what we do now. I think we're in times of great change, even though it might feel like this is like, haven't we been here before? It's like, yes, but even the movie has a third act and we're in it. And I think that. It's not that. Do you think we're in the third act? I think we're in like I don't even think
1: we're at the midpoint yet. Because the third the, the third act is after the point of no return. Like the point of no return
0: is at the end of the second act. I don't think we've even gotten to the point of no return yet. Wow. Maybe I'm just a hopeful romantic, but I sort of feel like okay, war, plague, leisure is not safe. Being in social situations with each other is not safe. Like we are literally all being relegated to the little tiny boxes that are our homes and ask to stay there to remain safe which is corroding some people's mental health in in various ways i also think indicative of all of this is the fact that we sit
1: and listen and take it when celebrities tell us how hard their lives are i think that's another topsy turvy thing that is being sold to us as as healthy and beneficial to us and it's actually just the most powerful privileged blessed people in the world trying to keep us in our place and saying, no, you don't want this. You don't want this. And my life is hard. And you should buy even more of my stuff because I relate to you even more. I think that's a symptom of this because we can't even decide on who's privileged now.
0: Right, right. Well, and it's- We can't even agree. Well, even when I was listening to our, when I was editing our episode last week, the one question that actually remained unanswered that you brought up, we also can't decide on what is abuse. Right. We and literally, I, but I think that that's yeah. why all of this is happening and has to happen because, I mean, look, the South Node in Scorpio is going to be, and we're coming up on the big full moon eclipse, the first of the big Scorpio full moon ecl- you know, eclipses of this series. Scorpio is going to force us to turn over and it's already starting turn over stones that we truly thought we could just lay at the bottom of the ocean and let die there we can't there's a little cancer crab at the bottom going actually i live here right so Mm -hmm. every stone will be unturned it's going to be messy it's going to be ugly because the scorpio energy and i want to tell you this too we'll we'll get all into it because i know you have scorpio paranoia because of nick scorpio at its best is intimacy. It's how we create babies. It's because to become one, right? And then it's better than it was before. But in in that case, regardless, there is a death required. Scorpio is death required energy. But let's be clear. Every birth is a death. Every wedding is a death. You're not single Molly anymore. The whole identity of who you were is now being transformed into something different. And then you have a baby and you're not Molly, then married Molly anymore. Now your mom, it's like life is about continual death and rebirth, whether we like it or not. But I think that sometimes not only is the death process painful because as we see the time slipping through our fingers and the things falling through the cracks, we have either like regret or remorse or just our own triggers come up because of not only our own trauma, but the collective trauma that is also because of the internet. So in our motherfucking face, there's no escaping anything now, even if we try. And I think that like, you know, why it's a good thing that all this is happening. I have a lot of hot takes on Roe v. Wade. If we don't get there, come to the moon. Will because I'm going to have to get some Nicole opinion on it too. But Even that, the fact that it's coming up right now is not a coincidence. It's like we cannot pretend to be safe when we're not. And we cannot pretend that certain things, like especially at an arena where they're having you put your cell phone in bags, the fact that anybody could go through a pat down or a bag check walking in with, even if it was fake, a gun with a chain wallet knife is is the problem. So it's not that we're all in agreement that that's just normal and that it's okay, but it's like it's it's what you're saying about the the tax dollars going to submarines too and going to war. It's like okay, if we're going to put all this money into safety and security and yet never be more unsafe. There the the problem starts with Pluto in Capricorn just went retrograde the government. We are not going uh-huh. out of this Pluto in Capricorn transit without truly addressing The top level management issues. And even what you're saying about celebrities actually making it worse. What was that Ireland Baldwin clip I sent you this week? What? She has, she has cardio, cardio. Yeah, she's she's afraid of her heartbeat. I mean, I'm going to use that if anybody asks me why I don't work out from now on. I'm afraid to get too. Yeah. I mean, see the thing to me that was even I I think more
1: salient and indicative of our times in that clip was her and Willow Smith talking about how hard it was to have these careers in entertainment handed to them. They literally spent the top of the episode talking about how hard it was and how stressful it was.
0: And it's like, dude, that's like when people are like rich people also have trauma and it's like, absolutely. But you could actually take a proactive stance in because you realize you're traumatized anyway. Like, Helping other people. And like you have to have an Hermes bag?
1: Right. Start a gratitude practice. Like literally start a gratitude practice. That is all you have to do. I know it sounds cheesy, but like it helps me a lot. Was reading there was this book I was reading. I don't remember what it was called, but it was about rich people. It was just it was a nonfiction book. And this woman, she just studied a bunch of rich people for a few years, and she said the happiest ones were the ones that were downward focused as in they kind of felt like the richest people in their community and the, the least happy ones were would have more money than them, but they were upward focused and all they looked at was the people with more than them. So it's just true. It's like, it's literally your perspective. And if, if, if famous people, especially famous people who got their career handed to them on a silver platter, just had a year of having to work like a normal person and afford to live They would never complain again. It's insane that we are letting them do this. And that we're sitting here being like, oh my God, thank you so much for sharing your mental health with with me. No, this is bullshit. What we should be doing is having our government give us resources for mental health. That's why we have school shootings. There are countries with guns that don't
0: have school shootings. It's not really about the guns. The only resource for mental health at this juncture is money. Because if the people that are at Mm -hmm. the very top of the... there's Again, there's that Bill Gates clip going around from this week too, where he confirms that he was trying to fundraise with Epstein. It's like, Bill, you have enough. You got to go to Epstein's and hang out with him a couple of times to get more money before you can help. You know what? You Bill Hills. Okay. Well, you know what? Bill has all the fucking money. He should be responsible for helping every single person. And it's like, at the end of the day, if the wealthy people are also like, we have mental health, just tough, then clearly money isn't helping you As much as it could actually help, you might feel better if you shared. Like I think that that is part Mm -hmm. of this collective breakdown that is, that we're experiencing, which is that like psychically we're all so fractured because we really do see ourselves because we have been taught to see ourselves as genuinely different than each other and we're not. We're not. But if you have all the resources, and so the reason that you're upset is actually like latent guilt or like feelings. And you walk by people that are living outside on the street every day and you're calling the cops on them. There might be a midpoint that we could all meet at a place beyond credit card debt and Bloomingdale's and homeless people. There is a place called the Moon Yule. I'll meet you there. But it's like, really, it's like, it's like, it's so excessive.
1: The other thing is I, like, I consider myself now that I have a gratitude practice, I consider myself in the grand scheme of people in the world, a rich person. And whenever anyone who's on, who's around my level, like, or Nick or my parents or anyone complains about anything, I'm like, you guys, we are rich. Do you know how people are living in this world? We are fucking rich. And so if I'm. As rich as I am, it. do you know how hard it is for me to find a therapist?
0: It's like impossible. Dude.
1: My therapy is working out and journaling.
0: If you want to work with me, but you don't have the money, here's what I make every single person that I work with do. Every time that we start a call, we start with wins. So I need you to track your wins for the week moments where you're just like, hell yeah. Just notice that gratitude practice every week, cry selfies, and otherwise uh, a full surrender to the journey. Make your plans, daydream about them. You got to do 5D telepathy shit, but otherwise really it's about gratitude and noticing that you're doing well when you're doing well and making when you don't feel like you're doing well, fun. That's it. Cry selfies.
1: Yes, everything is changing right now. When we were growing up, there was no way that you would ever even think of the fact that a man could be abused by a woman. It was not an option. Uh, now we are we are seeing and acknowledging the fact that women can abuse men. And at the same time, that is being co-opted by incels and men's rights activists and people who hate women. And it's it's they're erasing the other side and they're just. Tarring this woman and completely dragging her through the mud, regardless of the fact that it's a very, very complicated situation you talk about what Amber. So, heard. yeah, exactly. And then there's like Rob and China, who knows who, th- who started it with them? Um, Will and Chris Rock, obviously they're both men, but it's no one could decide on which one of them was the abusive one we have this new stupid thing. Words are violence. No, they're not. They are definitionally not words are words smacking someone or, you know, rugby tackling someone is violence. Can we at least, and we can't even agree on that. So here's my question. When are we going to get, is there going to be a new set of rules or is it just going to be chaos? Because right now it, feels like chaos
0: it's going to be chaos until my 2024 2025
1: okay so we're gonna be almost 40 mm-hmm.
0: but Amazing. i think that's great for us i gotta say when the roe v wade information was leaked which i also think is just so ironic like oh it got leaked and now we have to abort this fucking news <laughs> like it's like yes yeah, sometimes shit happens mistakes happen okay sometimes things leak okay um but
1: <laughs> great point really good point yeah
0: Come on, the poetry, it's right in front of your face, people. Make a gratitude list and enjoy. Okay, lay back, lay back. But, um, <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. like, um, I feel like for me, it was, I'm so fired up, got me feeling it, fired up. Oh, it's a caught up, actually. It's bad. I put two songs together, it's a mashup. But it's like, it got. Me, what did you think it was fought up? It was caught up, but I thought it was fired up. I fucked it up. Oh, fired up. But it's like, I literally am like, oh, great. Because if we actually are going to, he- it's like, if you have cancer, you have to know, you have to find out in order to heal it. When you're sick, if you get a fever, it's actually a good thing. So right now we are in the fever of humanity. Pluto will move into Aquarius, which is when after the government shit, truly the facade has to fall in order to rebuild. That's it. You, I'm telling you, my house, even that I grew up in, they keep making all of these like big changes. I'm sure the bank owns it now and they're making all these huge changes to the aesthetics of the house. At the end of the day, I can see that they haven't touched the basement and I can see that the driveway is still going to be the same fucking problem, which is that it's going to flood every time it rains. and They're going to sell it for way more money than they should because it looks prettier now it's bullshit so whoever buys that house it's a lemon it needs to be knocked down
1: right i'm and we're pretending it's not so okay 20 2024 2025 all right i think we need to come back down to earth and talk about the met gala before we <laughs> run out of time
0: i'm gonna start to crash night nights. i love when you say tweepy night nights
1: i know i'm gonna go oh
0: my god spicy is tweepy night nights. also balenciaga genius coming soon.
1: We do need to do that one. Balenciaga is really good. The Met Gala. I've been swimming in Met Gala content for three days. What did you think?
0: I thought we were recording right the next day. And so I have like these pages of my like initial, like I just watched and just like literally scribbled my hand if we were live recording. But now I almost feel like, well, because it's a few days later, my initial reactions are tainted by the internet, right? You know what I mean? It's like the spoilers are out. I know what everybody thinks and it's tainted my opinions.
1: The only thing now that even sticks in my head is the Kim Marilyn thing. And like nothing else even made an impression. There's probably five other looks that I could think of off the top of my head and I looked at every single one. So
0: that's interesting, right? I think that's a great like few days later take. This is why we pay Molly the big bucks, you guys. What that's right. Like right, at the end of the day, love it or hate it, it is the only thing that is still a relevant conversation because of how layered it is. And in fact, mm-hmm. the irony of how not layered the dress is. <laughs> Yin <laughs> and Yang, Yin and Yang. There's always another side. But anyway, it's like, yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, all, I guess to me, the other thing that stands out as like the other, like, okay, well, if there was like a feature act for the Maryland dress, it would be like, what's up with eyebrows? No eyebrows? Everyone wants to do potato head. Why well, don't? Know. What's that? What is this trend?
1: I know it's just like a shortcut to looking fashiony is to bleach your eyebrows, and it's like there's it's just like the, the
0: agreement of more than one person doing it. Is what makes Because I feel like at the same time, there's never been, or maybe we're coming off of the trend, but I feel like for a while there was like the bushier eyebrows of the better. Use this dark black pencil to make you look like Groucho. It's like,
1: do you know what I mean? Right, I mean.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. Well, like her brows, people,
1: her brows. I know, which was also too much. There are people. And also it became really acceptable to like bully women for their eyebrows on TikTok and, and on Twitter and stuff like, yeah, people will comment on people's TikToks and be like, wow, you really need to fix your eyebrows. And it's like, how do you not see this is just as fucked up as when you told every girl with, with thick eyebrows that she was a monster, you know, like nice. it's literally same thing. First of all, second of all, um, this is just another TikTok side note. There's a big trend of women our age being like on TikTok, oh, if I just hadn't waxed my brows all the time in the 2000s, they would be so full now. And I'm like, no, they wouldn't. Some people just don't have thick eyebrows. You just are a white person. Like we're just white people who don't have good eyebrows. Well, and you know like,
0: the case, wouldn't there be some actual like overwhelming movement of people being like, if you get Brazilians for the first 15 years of your life, then your pussy will never have hair again. It's like, no, that hair grows.
1: Right. And also Brazilian is so much more intense. Well, they do say that if you do keep doing it, it won't – it starts to thin out a lot. But yeah, no one was waxing their entire eyebrow off. Right. And it's like people whose eyebrows are too far – out and they don't have a tail, right? like they are saying, Oh, if I just didn't, didn't wax my eyebrows, they'd be perfect. And it's like, no, you never had
0: that good of an eyebrow. It's just fun. some of us don't have good eyebrows. It's fine. Well, and the truth is like, until it was actually brought to my attention, like maybe a year ago, I didn't even ever, my eyebrows are like, exactly what that you see. I've never touched my eyebrow in my life. Now I have a crayon that sometimes before I go on Zoom, I scribble on my face. And then sometimes it makes it look even worse or weirder because it's like, you know, I'll be on the subway and it actually is like sort of more of a Harry Potter scar across the top of my eye. And then like I have other people in my life that are like, oh my God, remember when we used to put McDonald's arches over our eyeballs? And it's like, there was like sort of the like you know, the, really oh, mean, the rainbow brow. Yeah. And the, you know, I have friends that have literally gotten tattooed eyebrows on because of how sh- ashamed they felt of having blonde eyebrows. And it's like, I, I annoyed I, for them. I'm like, don't make this a f- friend. Now you shamed me out of having blonde eyebrows. I have tattooed eyebrows on Oh my God. So how do you feel about it? Are you like, how dare, da- how dare they like now? It's, you know what I mean?
1: No, because I look better with the the fake eyebrows that I have than my real eyebrows. And I, it's not because I over-waxed them. It's because I don't – it's because I am Northern European. I don't have eyebrows. Right, same. We're getting too sidetracked. We have to stop that, talking though. about I, eyebrows. I don't think
0: that anyone looked
1: better without eyebrows. Right, because it's not meant to look good. It's just – a. it's a flex. It's a weird flex okay, but to be like, I look fashion-y when I bleach my eyebrows. I look like an alien, but I don't care about looking pretty. I don't care about the male gaze. That's what oh, it is.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Right. That's when fashion is not about pretty.
1: Exactly. And it's also not going to be a trend. People okay, so aren't going to do gonna that. That was going to
0: be my question. Like, if everybody all of a sudden in Hollywood was popping up, like, look, we didn't think people would be wearing heels and bike shorts either, right? Like, let's just say for whatever reason. No, this- no one's wearing heels and bike shorts. I feel like Kim, like, made it sort of like a thing for a minute. You have, no, go outside. No one's, you're to see anyone <laughs>
1: She literally doesn't... Exist.
0: I'm actually really glad that you told me that because for the show, for the big show on the Mercury Retrograde May 10th in New York City, I was actually going to wear heels in my sweatpants. So I'm glad that you stopped me from, from doing that. Um, well, we've been through this. You can pull off really off-kilter fashion. Like the you photo can. I showed you earlier. That
1: I wouldn't say... I don't know if that was a pull-off necessarily, but you <laughs> were wearing it. But Gallagher, yeah. Every year, there's a few people that go the fashion route and bleach their eyebrows. It's not going to be a trend. It's going to be maybe a couple girls in Bushwick or doing it that's it. Thin eyebrows might come back, but like it's not going to be a full bleach situation. Now, let's talk about the the Kim dress because obviously it's the most important topic. My favorite part of this, well actually comical part of it was why did she have that crazy spray tan? The whole
0: allure of the dress is that it matches your skin tone and she was orange. Dude, like how did Kim miss the point of the dress number 1 and then even if – because there's that clip that's like, this is Marilyn's lock of hair. It's like even if you Mm -hmm. dyed the hair color to be exactly what the lock of hair was, not only is your skin literally couldn't be further from the tone of the dress, but that hair color with your skin tone looks like a mistake.
1: Yeah. And I I wish she did a bouncy curl too. I I think that would have been really cute. Right. Uh, Right. But I will say Kardashian Colloquium, friend of the pod, follow her. Um, she made the point that Kim made herself look like a mannequin, which is really what Kim is at the end of the day a lot of the time, which I think was a really interesting, fun point. And I, I think that was why she did the slicked back But she's been doing this licked back look a lot. But I think it was like, oh, look at the dress. Look at my body. And Kim has expressed before, oh, because I have a lot going on with my face and body, I can't wear the craziest haute couture really crazy fashions. That's why she's always wearing bodycon and simple stuff. So I think that was why she did it. She simplified it to keep the focus on the dress. But yeah,
0: the the fake tan... I think she simplified it because it was a 14-hour – like, because, like, the, two nights before, she had that wet hair look, which I would like to know how she achieves. I love that wet look. But, like, she has that that wet – Oh, my God, also, side note, I just got a really funny message from my mom. Remind me after this. She has that wet look two days before, and then she's like, I sat in the chair. It was a 14-hour job. I think the part of the pullback is that, like – You don't actually know what it's like that that's gonna work. It was some Jedi hairstyling that was being done. Like, and I think also the ends probably look a little bit fried. Like, if she had done a bob, like it might have gotten frizzy or it might have, like, I think it was like, in case this fries my head off or doesn't work, I can throw a wig on. Yeah, I
1: think it was meant to be a mirage. And do you wanna know my conspiracy theory that's backed by nothing? Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I think she only died the parts that would be facing out from the ponytail. Because if you look at the closer up photos, it looks like there's dark patches underneath. And I hope that's what she did because I hope she did not fry her entire head of hair just for this. Like I hope she just did the parts that would be showing when it's slicked so that her head's not ruined because yeah, that amount of bleach on black dyed hair like it like she uses like the darkest inky dark black dye that you can because i'm sure she has grays by now so like to to counter not just to dye hair that's that naturally dark but to dye hair that's been dyed that naturally dark is a nightmare process that takes more than 14 hours
0: that's what i was thinking i was like oh maybe that Hair at the correspondence dinner was a wig or something because the, she actually had maybe started the process beforehand.
1: Yeah, she also. I think there's something about her where she's really, really into proving that she's working hard for these looks, and she That's so interesting. She, I, you're, I agree.
0: Like, yeah, like this she, is like a job, like Bale lost all that weight to be in the fighter. It's like as if it's as serious as like a role in something.
1: She said that in the Vogue interview. She was like, I, it was like I was preparing for a role, but it's like... But the role she, is just
0: you doing something cool for for volunt- 30
1: minutes while you try not to trip up the stairs. Voluntarily. And you paid to do it. You didn't, mm-hmm. you're not getting paid to do this. Mm-hmm. like, <laughs> or, or like she or a designer, but it's, she wasn't brought by a designer because that's how it works for the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. Usually a designer invites to you and the design house pays for the, I think, $15,000 a head ticket, but she wasn't brought by a designer because it was this archival piece mm-hmm. by this designer, Jean-Louis, that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So she, I don't think
0: she was brought by a designer. But No, she obviously, yeah, she, if anything, it'd be like, believe it or not, she was brought by Ripley's Believe It or Not. And you had made a post. Why is it in the Ripley's Believe It or Not? Because it's like, believe it or not, Marilyn Monroe's skin is sewn into the zipper. I feel like it's just like, believe it or not, this is like a disgusting piece of fabric. <laughs> like,
1: no, here's why it was in Believe It or Not. Well, let me put a pin in that because I want to say she has a history of claiming that it's her real hair when she has extensions. She never wants to admit she has a wig. Like, so this is a this is a theme for her. And it's really silly because it's like, girl, just wear the freaking wig. Like everyone else in this room with you is wearing a wig or a hair piece or extensions right now. Why did you ruin your hair for this? But anyway. She believe Ripley's believe it or not. So one of the things that was so hilarious to me throughout this whole thing was people saying that it was like sacrilege for her to be wearing Marilyn's dress because Marilyn was this like angel person who was like pure talent. First of all, Marilyn Monroe was wearing that dress to serenade her married boyfriend. Right, she was doing
0: an ultimate bitch move. Like she was trying yes. to be like fuck don't you can't ignore me. Exactly. Ultimate mistress move is what this dress was. Knowing that his wife uh-huh. was gonna see it, his
1: his wife who was known and beloved by the country, knowing that Everyone was going to watch this performance and know that she was banging him. Right. Like, come on, this was not.
0: No, it was this like was, the ultimate flex that she could possibly imagine, and then it was literally her dying act. She died three months later.
1: Right, and someone had had said in a quote, "Kim should be ashamed of herself." This was an ego boost and a and a publicity stunt. What do you think it was when Marilyn did what she did? Like, loved her, loved her, icon. Amazing person. That was also an ego boost and a publicity stunt. What is sleeping with the most famously married man in the country and making everyone know it? That's an ego boost and a
0: publicity stunt. I mean, (laughs) come on. A million percent. Not to mention, I'm not I haven't been into the Met Gala until recently. Now I'm a stan, I'm a stan of the the fashion. But Mm -hmm. in all of the pre-show coverage, I couldn't stop seeing photos of Katy Perry dressed like a hamburger and a chandelier, okay? Hate. I think that was the – I mean, it was basically like she was like a butt of the joke that we were still telling from, I guess, 2017 or whatever. But at the end of the day, she's still getting all this press and publicity, even if it was like – genuinely in like, not even poor taste. Like she thought this was Halloween or something. All the was Eve at the Met Gala. Well, that was the camp theme. It was oh. literally the theme was to be tacky. Oh, I was wondering what the, I was going to ask, but, but either way though, either way, it's like the point of this, if you do the Met Gala, right. As an attendee, it is a publicity stunt. Like that's what makes it, we're looking for somebody, we're looking for anybody to do anything interesting. If there, if, It would be so different if there was only one person with no eyebrows. And it would be different if there was like, like only one man in a kilt, but it's like all the guys are in kilts. Why that was that American at all? How was that American? Why do we have no eyebrows? Was it American? Just we didn't have eyebrow pencil. Like what, how is what are we talking about? There was a,
1: catholic met gala it was the best one in my opinion it was incredible rihanna showed up dressed as a pope she had no eyebrows in the pope outfit right
0: that's when to do no eyebrows
1: yeah when you're being so weird but okay and that was and that was incredible and that's one of those things where it's like yeah it was a publicity stunt and it was fucking epic and like so was this but so my point is when when marilyn monroe was alive she was very controversial. And her death was this kind of sordid thing that people didn't want to talk about. Like, that dress ended up at Ripley's Believe It or Not because, like, I don't think anyone else really wanted it. Oh, like, it has like, bad juju. Like, it's actually a bad vibes-only dress. Right. Like, for years. And it's only since, like, the Tumblr era that Marilyn has become this canonized figure because she sort of, you know, when she died, she was kind of just like rattling around not really at her peak like things had been going downhill for her for a while like and that's not doesn't make her a bad person whatsoever she was not a bad person whatsoever i'm just saying she was a complicated woman in the public eye the same way that kim kardashian is and that's why it is perfect that they wore it. both wore the same dress
0: agree completely i also feel like i've noticed in the past few weeks where it's like is she okay like why is she looking so skinny she was she's been looking so skinny and it's like yeah. and, and i was like oh she's getting divorced Like, we all get skinny when we're getting like revenge body or whatever i don't know and um and this at least explained that but i also think it's interesting because it's like the whole narrative about marilyn monroe is that she was like a 12 and it's like right, and now a it's double zero tells- fitting, and she could barely space herself in. It's like, well, maybe we should rethink the, like the uh, the what's the not the narrative, but like the the mythology of of Marilyn's big curvy body. It seems like she was emaciated
1: when she died.
0: She was. F- five foot six and 117 pounds. Okay, like that's not a, so like at, so basically it's like at one point she, like she had a couple of thick years, but it's like, no, she wasn't just like a no, size she didn't
1: 12. Even. Size 12 was a different size back then oh. because now we have vanity sizing. So a 12 oh. back then was like, it was like a two now or a zero even. So they've just been shifting the size because, you know, I always want to shop at J crew. Well, no, not J crew anymore. That's a bad example. There are stores where I'm like an extra small and I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I love that. You know Uh, what I mean?
0: thousand percent. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, medium still
1: got it. (laughs) Right. That's how a 12 became a zero. (laughs) She was not today's 12. She was not the 12 of today. And here in the UK, I think the the sizes that we used to have were probably very similar to the sizes here because the sizes in the UK start at six. So the smallest size... There's no size zero in the UK. Right, and like it starts at
0: four, and like there's a range,
1: right? Because there's something about size zero that's just so toxic. It's like, oh, I've dieted myself down to literally nothing. I'm a non. Well, and, you know? and and and
0: further, the real go weight is double zero. Double zeros a thing. Why don't you just go to the fucking kids section? It's cheaper.
1: Right. Exactly. It's crazy, but it's I'm double
0: double double negative size. I'm cents. I'm one penny.
1: Yeah, like a, a double zero though used to probably be like an eight. That's how much it shifted. So yeah. She was a 12, but she was a 1962, 12. So like, yeah, there's just a lot of different things that people don't realize about her. Like, no, she was not this BBW, Ashley Graham queen, no. not even remotely. Second of all, she had a lot of sex scandals throughout her life, which is so did Kim. She had a nude calendar that leaked right when she was starting to get famous and almost ruined her career. Think about what that was like in the 1950s for a nude photo of you to leak when you were a squeaky clean movie movie star. It's truly the equivalent of a sex tape Mm -hmm. today. And everyone didn't love her when she was alive. A lot of people disliked her, especially after they knew that she was banging the president whose wife was beloved. She's like the most popular girl in Skew. Right. So like this, this whole idea that she was like, you know, some kind of like pure angel of the era and Kim is tarnishing her legacy is like, no, you're actually being more sexist if you think that because she was a complicated person. And the fact that she was complicated makes her even more impressive.
0: Well, I agree completely. And I also think in terms of like, you know, our judgment of the, of the dress itself, it actually just like zoomed out version. That's exactly what Kim's point was like it's like it's not about whether this was like morally right or wrong or like gross or not gross or like something that was like blasphemy for the collective you know how could you, how dare she you know what I mean right you make a great point it wasn't at the Met it was at Ripley's. believe it or not we're literally walking past it kids have put gum on it like it's not like, it's like <laughs> this isn't a dress that we were actually taking that seriously you know um so yeah. like let's all just chill out for a second, but actually the the fact that we're that this is the thing we remember she is the conversation topic. it goes back to like really identifying what her job or at least what she's turned her job in the collective into, which is to be that talking point selfies as a coffee book was just the beginning she is the she is the lightning rod um. And I think the fact that she actually has these like humble beginnings of a millionaire, but like just a humble reality star with no talent and a sex tape. It's like she's actually like, like this as the iteration of where her career has evolved into is like best case scenario.
1: Right. Also, also people need to keep in mind that, you know, pre 1970s, pre like raging crap, you know, what is that book? Um, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. And the 60s was when like, okay, before the 60s when European cinema became a thing and the 70s when American cinema also became really artsy fartsy, cinema was con- Considered like reality TV. Like it was not this lofty artistic thing to most people. So, like Marilyn Monroe was not seen as this like thespian. You know, the method acting didn't exist yet. It was just popcorn entertainment, and people were not looking at Marilyn Monroe being like, Oh wow! Like she's got a talent, she's got a skill. To them, she was a Kim Kardashian. Just show up and look hot. That's what they thought she was. Even though her skill went beyond that, and Kim's skill goes beyond that. No one knows how to push buttons like Kim. No one knew how to push buttons like Marilyn. Like, yes, they both have a skill and a talent, and it's not being appreciated today unless you're really smart, like us. Yeah, everybody,
0: we're the smartest. Yeah, (laughs) like it's there. And Marilyn was not considered, she was not the Meryl Streep of her time. Women weren't. It's actually right. this larger issue why why this between Eclipse Portal is revealing all of these you know now we're talking is it grossly irresponsible that she starved herself for fashion or is she an icon for doing something that can never be taken from the lexicon of, of pop culture now forevermore like she did it she fucking you know she was the first follower that really made the difference look at for for instance
1: you know a year or two ago Haley Bieber did those that photo shoot where she emulated Princess Diana's style in some of her most. You know, Mm -hmm. popular and well known paparazzi photos. And it really didn't really make a blip. It it didn't really move the needle in any direction. People were just kind of like, it's not really a perfect fit. But if it had pissed people off more, it would have been more of a flex because like it was almost irrelevant. It's almost like, what if today's young blonde starlet du jour wore the Maryland dress? It also wouldn't have been a blip on the radar. Mm -hmm. It would have just been like, Oh, cute. That's nice. But with Kim, it's become this cultural moment and it's all anyone can talk about for the, for a whole week. But yeah, I want to talk about her dieting. She said that she lost 16 pounds in three weeks to fit into this dress. Um, people are getting really angry about her, about her being honest about that. I mean, I think, so this is kind of similar to the Roe v. Wade thing. It's like people are getting angry that quote, no one's talking about Roe v. Wade. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Literally everyone is talking about it. Yeah,
0: also, it's all like, Everybody talks about for the last, like, I mean, for years, I mean, Trump, we started talking about it when Trump Kavanaugh. We, we've been talking about it.
1: Right. And, and it's like this reactionary thing to something that hasn't even happened. It's just like, we all want to react and nothing's even happened. Nothing. We're reacting to fake stimuli. Yeah, it's don't like, you the, wish the,
0: the, don't, the, aren't you glad a plan B exists?
1: Yeah, like people were saying, oh, I can't believe people are applauding Kim for losing 16 pounds in three weeks. I have only seen people say that she's deranged for doing that. I have <laughs> not seen a single person be like, yeah, we should all do that. It's like, no, this is she's behind the times on this. And it's very clear that no one thinks that was a cool move. You want
0: to know what my genuine thought was? What? Oh, if I ever get married, I'll just do that. <laughs> You can't. You get sick. Okay. It's too much weight loss in one. I mean, time. I'll you know I'll drink myself sick anyway, and I'll still be fat in the picture. So it's like, pick your poison, people.
1: <laughs> that's a good point. But Michelle Collins made a really good point too on Twitter. She was like, I can't believe everyone's getting mad at her for saying this. Don't you know they all did this? Like they
0: all did well, this. That's that's exactly. She, she's the, the only one th- who admitted well, it. Right. It's like, but even the, the same point though of like they were just doing this for PR. It's like yeah, getting. Getting an invitation means that you have a PR opportunity. That's what this is. You pay to have a PR opportunity like this. Exactly. That's what it is. I want to say thank you to your girl, Michelle Collins. She actually reminded me. It wasn't all on this one day. There was like... Net gala. Also that day, for some reason, I was completely entranced with the. I watched the entire seven hours of the court proceedings before my clients on the day that then later um, Roe v. Wade was leaked or whatever. So I was deep in this research about who was Jane Roe. And then I went to Instagram I saw her post all the looks from the gala as Les Miz characters I felt healed I was like oh like I was tickled I thought and I, I thought Molly I have to send this to Molly like it made me so happy that then I got excited about my show thank you Michelle that's funny her, her to be even sitting in her her house watching this and actually having the catalog of the songs from Les Miz appear in her head as each costume emerged made me I was like wow she's my people
1: and it was very laymiz-esque. It was great. So it was great content. Good. Cause the, the theme was gilded glamour. And then the note was, you can maybe explore the gilded age. And then all these people so annoyingly were like, why isn't everyone wearing? Me? And it's like, no, it's a theme and it's, you're supposed to interpret it the way you want. Like it's not really that, you know, you're not, it, it's not like everyone is supposed to show up looking like an ex, from HBO's The Gilded Age. Literally. You're supposed to make it your own.
0: Right. And well and I think you also I, and, and maybe I'm wrong but because I'm, I'm really like a new student of fashion, but from what I understand from our last recording about the American lexicon September event is that like there's they go together. So like yeah, this one was also American. So it's still too. in the, it's it's not just that this was like gilded and I also think that you I think you posted it this the the topic wasn't gilded age. It was gilded glamour and then like everything exactly. the slap the the attack the travis scott concert kim's dress is up for interpretation and i think that i think seeing people's takes on it is fun it's more it's fun just, yeah like it, you don't want to be know. so and rigid like i'm so I, all the people that are like there should be a punishment if you don't follow the thing the only person that should be punished for not following the demon should be ashamed of herself is kourtney kardashian her little i'm too cool to even have thought about that plot you're lucky to be there bitch act a little bit like yeah. how dare you be like i actually didn't even get on trend it's like okay well You don't deserve to be here, then you will never be invited back um Chloe yeah the rest of
1: their all of them their looks was a really a travesty and no pun intended I mean actually I liked Travis's look oh no he was saving it for the
0: team the last thing I want to say is the only person that has a right to wear no eyebrows and make it look cool is Maisie Williams I also think it's very clear that Bella still does not have a stylist wait what
1: did Bella wear I can't even remember
0: like I just Julia Fox should have dressed her and at least helped in what she was trying to achieve oh I wish Julia Fox got but I really want Julia Fox to happen she's so close she's she's so close yeah is she, I think I think she's on to something with the with the tutorial she's been doing where she's like, Here's how you just cut most of your jeans into super low rise. And she's like, Yeah, you can glue them to your body. <laughs> she
1: ran out of the Kanye clothes and she's just cutting up the rest of her wardrobe to pretend that it's like custom. I love it. I really want her to I want her to stay forever. I no, love her. The, people, I think the people's
0: great. come up is, is not over. She's she's representing the I know. people's come up.
1: She'll be at the next Met Gala. Mm-hmm. I really hope. And also, the Softy Brothers are doing another movie with Adam Sandler. Yeah, they're going to
0: crush. They crush.
1: I mean, Uncut Gems is still my favorite movie of the last, like, five years. Uncut- and it's Uncut Gems. excellent film. It really is. And I hope that she makes a cameo in the next one, even though I'm sure she won't, because that would make no sense, because it's not <laughs> a sequel, but still.
0: Um, Wait, there's one other thing I want to okay, say. Okay, what was I'm it? I'm so triggered by Kim's new Pete personality. Watching that show was like nails on a chalkboard. How, when she said, "Like, I don't even know if there's like a possibility of another sex tape out there, unless I was like asleep and Ray J put a dildo in my ass at night." It's like, okay, I get it. You're hanging out with the comedian. You're feeling like you can cleaning makes me horny. Like Kim, not only have you never acted like that a day in your life, but now you're actually you sound so uncool. So you're saying he the other sex tape that might exist is him uh sodomizing you he's raping you in your sleep it's like not funny it's just it sounds disgusting cleaning and harney it's like okay okay cool girl okay cool girl it's like just calm the fuck down just like this is not the this is not the personality to take on I'm cool. i know
1: you know that when you go through a breakup you get a little manic and say weird shit to people yeah, you know you're right, you're especially right, that right. big of a breakup I think it's kind of funny and cute how she's actually taking on Pete's speech patterns and hilarious, but like a little cringe at the same time. They still don't fit together. Like on that red carpet, even, I was trying so hard for it to be a moment. And in my head, I was like, yes, this is it. Like this is their real coming out as a couple. And I was just like, I still don't get it. I still don't well, get it. Well, let me
0: say, like, in the, taking a page from our boy, Enrique Rojas. What is his name? Oh. Enrique Jesus Rojas. Enrique Jesus Enrique Rojas. Jesus Enrique Rojas, the body language body. So I'm sort of like, the, I'm body. sort of like the chemistry, the chemistry scientist, right? Like, I'm always watching the fact that a, a bad sign I want everybody to zoom in on, D- danger ahead. This couple doomed from the start because he made a joke and she had no affect. And if anything, because I watched so much body language body, I could see there was a twinge in her eye where she was actually like annoyed. Now, to be clear, she's probably pretty hangry at this point, And she's probably wearing heels that are way too high because wasn't Marilyn actually like tall. But that aside, he made that comment. Yeah, because Kim's five too and Marilyn was five Right. That's part of why walking was so hard. It wasn't just that they actually had to use her skin to keep the dress on. It was that like she was probably in super high heels I love how they force them to walk up the stairs too, by the
1: way. Like they, they force them to go through this so gauntlet funny. that is so cruel and humiliating. And um, yeah, I, this love is I love it. I love that. To the
0: hunger games as we get, this is the capital. Yeah. This is the capital. It's like, okay, everybody put on your wigs and put lipstick on your eyebrows. Let's go to the ball. <laughs> it's Like, all right, whatever. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um <laughs> We have all the power. Yes. Yes. Free the homeless on your sweatshirt. Like whatever. Okay. So, um, it's like, it's just, anyway, um, he like uh lala was like Pete like OMG you actually look handsome and he was like yeah thanks uh she didn't let me wear my uh propeller beanie but and kim had no response except for maybe the slightest hint of an eye roll and i was like damn this and i hate his getting that tattoo if that is what it is which is like kim and the kids first of all pete enough with the tattoos we know that you're just gonna cover them up. When you break up, you get a a tattoo for everyone. It's actually not that romantic and cute. It's actually no different than just dyeing your hair or getting a new sweatshirt. Like it's like, calm down with that. You're just poisoning your body that and it's actually not permanent. So chill. Yeah, I hope the neck
1: tattoo is not her kid's initials. I'm just like hoping it's something It is so
0: fucking petty if it is. And to actually use those kids in that way to specifically taunt, that's nothing but taunting Kanye. That is such a rude thing to do. I just, I'm so turned off by that. I hate how fucking cool he must feel being with her. He must have been bored as fuck slowly. They had to walk so fucking slow. And I can't imagine that they have that much to talk about. And by the time they got to the top and he made his little beanie joke, she had no time for it.
1: I know. Yeah. It's interesting. The chemistry is not there. There is a friendly chemistry. There is a, we're hanging out chemistry. I don't think that they're faking it for PR, but I do think maybe, uh, it, you know, the the sheen might've worn off a little bit.
0: Yeah. It's sort of like reminds me of, I'm trying to think of like, it's just, it's, it's sort of one of those things where you understand that like for both of them, it helps. Like they, I get where like looking at the, the correspondence ball photos. I get that after Kanye in terms of style shift, that's a cool, like I think it, it's, I don't think it's a PR thing, but I think they both are and her more than him interested in designing, designing the retrospective of her life in real time as like really what she is is a documentarian at this point. And so I think he, I think like the, he's like the Vince Vaughn to generate for Aniston of this moment is sort of how I'm seeing it. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Like they did really connect, but he wasn't Brad Pitt, and he's a perfect like middle person. They're gonna get a movie out of this. They actually did have a great time together. Still say nothing but nice things about each other, but it was like she wasn't gonna end up with Vince Vaughn.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that makes. But then it's like him so just- is
0: making all those comments. Like it's only gonna be four marriages for me. I hope. And it's like, why are we talking about marriage? It's been six months. Take the tattoo. Like, chill with the tattoo. If I need to find out, this is henna or else I'm I am grossed out.
1: I know. It, it is kind of endearing that, like, she kind of thinks she's a comedian now. I don't know why. Like, the fact that I know you just o- rolled your eyes more than you've
0: ever seen. I actually just woman. literally
1: older. I kind of, like, because I think she is trying to be, like, a comedy fan. Like, she did SNL, and yes, she did a great mm-hmm. job with the monologue, and she did a really, really good job making fun of herself, but it's not about Timing. It's not about like you know. It's not like the reason why she did so well is because she is such a stiff person, and everyone was like, "There's no possible way this is gonna work." And she did do it all, which she killed it, smashed it. But it's like, okay, we're if we're gonna do a full pivot into comedy land, we're gonna need to think a little bit harder about this 100%. because
0: percent, yes, yeah, <laughs> we can't
1: just be saying dildo in ass as a, as a, as a placeholder for jokes. If we are trying to be, become, right. I want to be like, put your bar
0: back up just for a minute. Like, you do want to get a few mics out there before you. This is where it's like, she isn't like, you know, yes, wear the Marilyn dress, but like, yeah, just, yeah, just. Let's, let's, let's hold off on the blue humor.
1: Right. But the, the Kardashians love the blue humor. Like I have always said, everyone's always like, Chloe's the funny one. And I'm like, well, Chloe's joke is just saying vagina repeatedly, really Ooh, loud. Like, that? let,
0: let's let that be, let her be the, that comedian on tour. I'll be, like, let that be her thing. We don't need all of them being like, yeah, Jill, that's in my butt or what?
1: I know. The only reason that they're funny is because it reminds you watching it of yourself and your siblings being really comfortable with each other and laughing at stupid shit. Like right. it's not because they're right. doing good familiarity,
0: material. Right. And at the end of the day, they're petty little idiots just like us and they have mental health problems. Yeah, exactly. Tough. Do you want to promote the moon? one yeah, more time. I think time? you guys are just going to want to come as simple as that. I have some really hot takes on um, Roe v. Wade. And actually because of this pod, I've just recently tied in uh Marilyn Monroe into the presentation that I will Thus present and discuss with Nicole, among other things. No, Molly, I hope will be there too. Are, are you available on the 16th? We are gonna need some pop culture. Uh it's sort of made for you in this moment because your South Node is in Scorpio in the eighth house. So you actually might deliver us some fucking genius shit that puts us on the map in ways that we can't prepare. So I don't want to put too much pressure on you, but I hope you'll be there.
1: I probably can do it if you start it at 10
0: o'clock my time. You need to tell me what time which is. is five o'clock. Okay, bitch, I would do that for you. Okay, you heard it here first you guys. The moon is officially starting an hour earlier, and we're gonna start every moon with. The pop culture happy hour live pod. Yeah. Oh, Like if I can start at five
1: and just do that, and then we can, if it's good, we can post it as a podcast episode. And then you go into the whole
0: rest of it. I love it. I'm in. Genius. That will fix my sleep problem. Okay, you guys, this is how it works. In eclipse season, you do want to be able to pivot. You want to try new genius ideas that might actually just really put the show on the map.
1: Well- Love you guys. Right, guys. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Molly Mulshine, and follow Sarah at Sarah. And Arnold. follow at
0: the Moonule, and we'll see you on the sixteenth, if not before. Space trash, trash in space. Space trash lifestyles, the rich and uranus Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming.